Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Bread Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. What are we talking about today? Well, aside from the one-seat challenge, we're going to talk cap tables. Ah, how to set them up so they attract investors but don't come back to bite you later? Kind of. I'd say that's a really good description. Cap tables, they're wonderful and yeah, they could come back and bite you. So let's get them right. Uh, But let's talk about that one seat challenge. Again, if you are a speaker, whether it's inside your company, out in the big wide world, you provide value because you're willing to share your information and expertise. Often we are not paid for that service. We're asking you now to start asking for payment in kind. And that's what the one seat challenge is about. Every time you speak, ask that one seat be set free of charge. And yes, that includes lunches and dinners and whatever. And that's the expense of the person who is getting you to speak on their behalf without paying you, right? One seat set aside free for someone who ordinarily would not have access. In this way, we're going to look for people from all diverse backgrounds, people who are older, younger, don't have access to excellent schools who will take them to conferences as part of their high school curriculum. Uh, We're talking about people of all genders, race, creed, uh, everything that you can think of. Anybody who ordinarily wouldn't get access, give them access now and we can solve the diversity issue and this what they call pipeline problem, right? The pipeline problem is you don't know anybody. Make sure everybody gets known. All right. That's what we mean when we say inclusion and being intentional. That's right. 
So be inclusive, be intentional, and ask for the one seat to be filled. Okay. All right. So let's talk cap tables. Cap tables 101. Okay. Yep. Pretend I know nothing, which I do. <laughs> I know nothing <laughs> about cap tables. Uh, how important are they? And uh, why do startup founders need to care in the early stages? Well, it's pretty straightforward here. A cap or capitalization table is a record of the transaction concernings who owns what part of your company since you started it. Now, it's kind of an abbreviated version. The full version would be called your stock registry. That lists every single person, the number of shares of stock they bought, the amount they bought it for, the total sum they paid, date they did it from, you know, all of that stuff. A cap table um, is a, a collection of information, kind of a summary. And it will include the stock registry information that has how many uh, shares belong to the founders, how many belong to the common stockholders, how many were sold in Series A or B or C. So you can see it's kind of a, a contraction, if you will, an abbreviation. All right. So your cap table may start with just your founder shares and those of your founding partners and so on, but they would all go under founder shares. As soon as you trade equity for investment or even advice, your cap table becomes more complex. So indeed, it's a living document that changes with every single transaction. And it's a document of the history of the equity and who owns it in your company. So besides the stock you issued, your tap table comprises the transaction. So, you know, all the sales and transfers and cancellations and conversions of debt to equity and all of those things. Those are in your registers and all of that information flows to your cap table in abbreviated format again. So it'll tell you how many options are out there, but it won't list every single person who owns it. That would be a register. So you get the idea? Uh, so far, so good. Cap table, stock registry. Got that. So far, so good. Okay. <laughs> stock registry, lots and lots of information, and the cap table, the abbreviated version thereof. Right. But it does answer, this cap table does answer all the questions about the legal claims to your company's assets. Right. And that's pretty important stuff. Yeah. Okay. So the first consideration when you start a company is that you must issue yourself some shares. All right. So surely your ownership as a founder is unquestioned, right? But in tax purposes and so on, you want to say who owns this company. Therefore, it all goes to you if you're a sole founder. And if not, you start splitting it up. Um, and how you split it up will tell the tax people your liabilities. So when they start earning money, that's important. If they lose money, that's important. And so on. Right. So this is a tax issue. Uh, instead of starting your valuation, uh, you know, really early on and so on, which is presumably smaller. If you don't make these decisions really early on and you don't start tracking them very early on, as in of when you got involved, when did you actually receive your share? Some of the things that we want to think about in terms of taxes, for example, are short-term versus long-term capital gains. In the unlikely event of a water landing, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> in the unlikely event that your company sells within the first year, um, you would have short-term capital gains. You, all of that money would just flow in as regular income. But in the event that you set up your cap table really early and your registry and you allotted yourself the appropriate number of shares and then you sold your company, you might find that it was over one year. 
make sure that your registry is set on the day one so that you can start counting those 365 days. Now, it's highly unlikely that your company is going to sell in one year and you will have long-term capital gains instead of short-term capital gains. I mean, almost everybody does. But don't be foolish. Make it right. on your first day. <laughs> okay. You get the idea. And everybody else, of course, wants their names and their dates to go in on the date that they make their investment and so on for exactly those purposes as well. Because the longer it is, the more likely it is that you will sell sometime soon or go public or whatever. Okay. So um, we had some wise uh, advice from the attorney uh, Christina Oshan, right? Uh, do you recall that, Anne? Yes, she's uh, Christine is the co-founder and managing partner of the J plus O firm in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, she was the one that pointed out that owners sometimes forget to give themselves shares, issue stock in the beginning. So that that came from her. She also points out that as you begin to award equity for service, like for an advisor, something like that, to make the awards in, in shares, not a percentage. Because as you grow the number of shares, a given percentage will be a lot more money post-financing and probably more than you intended when you made the grants. Yes, we should spend a little bit of time uh, kind of clarifying how that works because I'm always uh, surprised by the number of people who don't quite get it. If you have a company, let's say it's got 100 shares and it's worth 100 bucks. One share is worth a buck. That's easy. But 1% is also worth a buck today. Okay? That's so you're going to give somebody... That's right. So you're going to give somebody 1%. Very cool. Now, if it's a non-dilutable 1% grows to a million bucks, 1% of a million bucks is significantly more than the original buck you thought you were handing out. If right. it is dilutable, it might be, it will be worth essentially seeing the 1 buck and the 10,000 you thought, you know, and so on. But nevertheless, even in dilutable, you know, things you don't want to do it by the percentage of the company. You want to give these guys 2,000 shares. And if you should turn into the Boeing company or Microsoft or Google or Yahoo and so on, and you have millions and millions and millions of shares, they still have 2,000 shares. Right. Got it. Hold, right. You want shares. And the amount that the shares will be worth will be whatever your value of your stock when you go public or uh, when you sell or whatever it is. There'll still be, an, if you will, an honorable payment in kind. Okay. Um, so that, that would be the, the complexities, if you will, behind the, the differences between your shares and a percentage. So, um, you know, over a number of uh, providers, that also makes a big difference. All right. Now, managing shares has always been the bane of my existence. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I help other companies to do it as well and so on. But it is fraught with the ability to make simple errors. Right, you're taking, for example, from page one of your Excel sheet to page, you know, tab three of your Excel sheet where you've got your options listed or page two where your common stock is or, you know, the page four or whatever where your uh, preferred stock is. And somehow between capturing, you know, from this cell to that cell and governing what you've got to do, it's always fraught with error. And I've made more errors in cap tables and uh, stock registries than I care to report here. Remember, this is what the show that tells you all the mistakes we've made so you don't have to make them. Here's my hottest tip. There is something now online. Get it. Somebody found a, a problem and they solved it. And yep. it's called capshare.com. 
com. They didn't get cute with the name. They told you what they do. And I am so excited. So I'm setting up CapShare.com for ourselves, uh, for our portfolio companies. Um, I have run this by our attorney, John Meyer, who's been on our show a few times before. And uh, he's pretty excited about it. You know, if this does what I think it's about to do, oh my heavens, I'll never do it again, he said. And he charges hundreds of dollars to do this for his customers and clients, right? And I have been one of them. I'll set it up, but it's always got to get reviewed by John because I can never be sure I've got it quite right. Well, we'll Capshare doesn't let you make mistakes. And we're going to talk more about that, the, the why and the hows of managing your cap tables, but we need to take a break now for our sponsors. So this is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking today about Cap Tables 101 and how to set up and manage yours. Before the break, Jillian, you were talking um, with great enthusiasm about a online tool called CapShare.com. I believe there's also one called CapTable.io as yes. well. 
That's right. I was about to say either CapShare.com should be paying for advertising services or we should mention that there are many other options now. So, uh, yes, go check online, take a look at the reviews, make your decisions, figure out where you want to do it. Um, This is not an advertisement for a single company. Well, but, let's, um, but we're very excited that there are services that can keep you from making those very and we will put those links up on our Facebook page, uh, Facebook uh, CEO Coast Podcast. Um, so, so let's go back to a couple more reasons that uh, we've uncovered of why you really need to have a well-organized cap table, um, and one of them is: uh, Are you raising money? Yes, absolutely. If you're going to raise money, the first thing people want to know is, may I see the cap table? So unless you're able to run over the revenues from the start and you're most likely, you know, you know, putting all of this stuff together at the last moment and so on, you don't want to do that when you're raising capital. You want to have it all set and ready to go. Um, the reason people want to see uh, cap tables when they're investing is they want to know what is the ownership of the company. For example, how much do the founders own or founder, right? If there's a single founder, let's say, I mean, even if it's a group of founders, it makes no difference. But let's just have an example. One guy's a founder and um, one gal wants to invest. So she wants to know what his cap table looks like. And he says, well, I own 68% of the shares of common stock because that's what founders get. And then um, I have a series A and I've got, um, I don't know, a half a million shares already sold to the Series A preferred stock, and I've handed out so many uh, more shares in options and so on. This is what this lady now knows. Hmm. He owns Hmm. 60 something percent of the shares. He still has full control of the company. I am therefore investing in the value and the trust of the person who's running this company. I will not be able to sway the forward motion of the company. If I don't trust the founder, don't invest. So it really changes uh, what an investor will look at for due diligence. I mean, this example that you just gave is such right. a great illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but but suppose uh, somebody has been sloppy or inaccurate on their cap table. Uh, won't that just really stall out the fundraising? <laughs> Okay, it not only stalls things out, you've actually kind of committed SEC fraud. Well, we were right. going to get that to that in a minute. That doesn't scare you. <laughs> it should. Yeah. Listen, yeah. fraud is kind of, you know, by intent or not intent, and so on. people are not likely to go, you know, drag you through the courts if you've made a simple mistake, and then you fix it quickly. But if you don't fix it, you are headed for the courts. Sooner or later, things won't jive. Jane thinks she owes X and John thinks he owes Y and suddenly they don't because you made a mistake, right? You do end up in the courts that way. Uh, You know, you can't give away more than 100% of something and perhaps you have. Maybe that was your error. If you gave away less than something and they get a little bit more, well, probably nobody's going to complain and take you to court. But really, this is dangerous stuff. Well, and then there's the IRS regulations, Concerning taxing yeah. equity, you know, your formal valuation, stock expensing limits on how many options could vest in each year, uh, the 83B election, there's just mm-hmm. so much that, um, and right. you really don't want to mess with the IRS or the SEC, that that would be, you know, sudden demise for your company. But there's right. one more thing, you mentioned yeah. options. Yes, that's another reason to set up your cap table early. You want to talk about that a little bit? 
Yes. Um, setting up an options uh table early or an options uh, pool, if you will, early on makes very good sense. One of the things I note as you split up your uh, shares in the very early days of your company is that you really shouldn't, for example, if you have three founders, give 33, 33, and 33. That doesn't work. There are a couple of things. There's one about founder shares, and then the second thing would be about founder control. So we've had shows about that. Control is not the number of shares you own. That's different. Now, as you set up the first pieces of your, you know, kind of your cap table and figure out what you want to do with it, you say, all right, what do we want to give to the founders now? What do we want to hold aside for the first non-dilutive investment? Well, define that term in just a moment and then finally of course the options pool and the options pool is the stuff that you give to people when you don't have money or enough money to pay them properly for their very senior roles in the company it's for key employees it's also for perhaps people who are outsourced who are going to provide you service for which you cannot pay now so you just say to them well would you be my I don't know accountant and I'll give you some shares because I don't have any money would you come work with me me as my marketing person or something and I'll give you shares you know we'll split up the profits later because I can't pay you now those are the kinds of things that's kind of more regular work but you could also say I need an independent consultant for some kind of technology issue we have as we're building something somebody comes in for a few weeks or a few months they go away and they take shares of stock with them all right now sometimes that's stock plus cash sometimes it's only stock those are the options pools. It's not really stock. It's an option to buy stock later at a given price. And the price is whatever your company is worth today. That's that you know proverbial one buck today. And hopefully it will be worth 10 or 15 bucks or 25 or 50 bucks in the future. And they will sell it and make the delta difference. At that point, they have to pay taxes. Right. Okay. Big thing. Now, there are warrants and there are stock options and there are all kinds of ways to set your option pool up. And it is kind of a, um, it's about how you feel, right, about your company. It's what they call, um, there's a wonderful article uh, by uh, CapTable.io and it's uh, called a four-step plan for setting up and running your stock, uh, your startup stock option process. And what they really say, kind of, we're just going to cover step one here and that's the setup. It says, develop your philosophy. Your stock option plan is an expression of your company philosophy. It's how you design and communicate this important incentive to your current or future employees, and it's worthy of discussion with your co-founders, your board, and your advisors. So how much of your company do you plan to share with your early employees? That's what goes into the option pool. So you don't end up with, you know, 33, 33, and 33. You all end up with maybe, I don't know, well, you each take 15%, and that leaves a whole lot of stock on the table, doesn't it? Some of it will go in an option pool, and some of it will be set aside for Series A to sell to these investors. So we set up our philosophy, and then we've got to, don't we have to start drafting, signing, and recording legal documents? <laughs> I should think, yes, that would be it. Um, <laughs> this wonderful article by captable.io says, 
paper it. I like the description. Paper Paper it. it. Yes, it says adopt your stock plan and options agreement. Get the board and stockholder approval. So this is a board action. For example, you and I just did this last year for one of our portfolio companies, right, where we sit on the board. We had to go through the thing. I think it was actually a couple of years ago already. We went through the process of what do we want to share with others? How much are we setting aside for an option pool? What will those things look like? Will uh, the employees have to purchase the option within a certain number of years or within a certain number of years of the time that the company goes public or for sale? Uh, you know, what happens if the company is sold through these options? You have to figure that out. So that's what you do. You paper it. And you know, you can even get this done by uh, online, you know, services as well. This article by CapTable.io suggests you check out Clerky. That's C-L-E-R-K-Y, Clerky online. And uh, for a couple of hundred bucks, they help you set up your cap table. It sounds like there's a lot of help out there. It's yes. still, isn't it best to start out with the help of a good securities lawyer? I mean, it's not cheap. But could- <laughs> yeah, don't leave home without one. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, when you Sir- start your company, somebody really should help you form your company. Um, this is a good time. Uh, you and talk about this all the time. Don't go cheap on a lawyers and accountants, right? Yep. Don't. Uh, find somebody who's good, who's done this before. They will be efficient enough that their higher price per hour is worth it to you, right? And the fact that they have volumes of experience on what to avoid, what, to, you know, not to trip over and so on, they'll be able to counsel you on all the things like how shall we split the founder stock among us? Uh, what are the voting rights versus the value rights? You know, that's the money part of the stock. Um, how shall we set up our cap table? And what do we want the particulars to say um, in terms of the option pool, right? And the particulars of the option pool can be things like whether you uh, require, for example, if somebody leaves your company, will they have to purchase their options or just rescind them back to the company? No value to them at that point, right? If they do not exercise their option to buy. Many companies say within three months of the time you leave the company, right, then you must exercise your option to buy the stock. And at that point, you own the real stock, and then you can hang on to it until the company goes public or whatever. Right? But you may decide at six months. You may decide you won't require that, that they can sit on the option until you do go public. All of those things are things that you figure out when you set up your options pool. So, yes, get a good SEC attorney. Uh, in other words, an attorney who not only formulates companies but helps companies to establish these things that then get filed with a form D as in David or Delta, right, with the SEC. Okay, then. Uh, We need to take another break, and then we'll come back with some of our best tips for creating and managing your cap table. This is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We've been talking today about cap tables for startups, why you need them, where to get help, and what the best practices are. So let's just give another shout out to online platforms, CapShare, CapTable.io, uh, Clerky. Clerky. You know? mm-hmm. Right, where you, mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. where you, you could store all your equity transactions, keep them organized and up to date. And as I recall, at, at least CapShare.com is free for up to 20 investors, which, you know, which should get you started pretty nicely. Exactly, right. Premium uh, models are excellent, and certainly you'll have a lot of skin in the game by the time you've entered all your data and kept it up uh, for a number of years. But by the time you get there, you know, it's honorable. Go pay them. (laughs) Well, I just just have to ask, I -hmm. mean, you know, I'm pretty good with Excel. Now, why can't I use that? I do all the time. How many mistakes have I made over the last year in, say, just one of our portfolio companies? It's there's I wasn't even going to know about how many (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even going to go there. What I was trying to bring up is the biggest problem with doing a DYI on a um, on a Excel spreadsheet is two words version control. I would think so as well, yes. And it has been a challenge. Version control is a problem for me constantly, even though we use things like Dropbox or even Google Docs and so on, where, you know, you make changes and presumably it stays there, but somebody pulls it down anyway and then something else happens and it gets emailed to the other guy who's an investor and everything goes to hell in a handbasket. You're absolutely right. So version control would be one reason you'd like to use an online service if possible. The second reason would be error control. Uh, yeah. Because again, it is complicated, it's tedious, and if you don't have a mind to wiggle through these numbers quietly and almost mindlessly for hours at a time, because you've got a company to run for one thing, then it's a really good idea to let somebody do it um, and manage it forever. You can always refer to it. Your simple link will get every investor connected to see it, uh, or you can download print PDFs and send them out at will. And you are never in the doghouse with your attorney. You will have saved a fortune in attorney's time. 
So for all those reasons, we do suggest you take a look at some of these online options. But if you do decide to go uh, with the Excel version, be very careful of version control. Get rid of stuff or throw it in a folder called, you know, uh, what was it, previous or archived, uh, you know, cap tables and so on. This is one space where you really can't afford to make errors. So it, all, yes. it all sounds so totally mind-bending that I can't see why anybody, why I would ever want to do it on Excel again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are better ways, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, go with your strengths. <laughs> so top tips. Top tips. Don't, don't use horses and buggies for this. Use, you know, Maseratis and self-driving cars. Um, yes. So find yourself an online service, I think, would be my, my hottest tip, um, just because it's so exciting that one doesn't have to do it oneself. Um, the second one would be uh, use an attorney. When you formulate the company, have some deep discussions with your co-founders, with your earliest investors, and certainly with your board of directors. And if and when they're formed, you immediately want to adopt your um, option pool, um, uh, you know, your, uh, what is it, options, um, I don't know, they just don't call it an option pool, it's just kind of your, your options, uh, you know, decisions, if you will, right? You want to make yeah. sure that you are all in agreement and that it is codified. If essentially codified by law means it went through your board of directors and they said, this is how it shall be. And then that is written in a document that should be reviewed by your attorney and that's what dictates what goes on inside these things like CapShare.io and, uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, important to set it down important to make it official and it's also important that you discuss it from a philosophical point of view so that everybody's on the same page before the money starts flowing in. The final thing I'd say about cap shares um, is to make sure that as you uh, pull things together, you have a sense of the importance of what that cap table says. Um, the capitalization table does say kind of who governs this company and at what point do you kind of lose that board control. Um, it isn't just the number of shares you have, but it's about the voting rights of the shares. You should know when you're asking, uh, when you must ask everybody who has a share of stock to vote and when you need only just make decisions on your own and when you need to make decisions that go through your board of directors. Uh, just remembering those things uh, it's just reflected in your cap table, and that's a good thing to know as well. Others will read it that way, so it helps you if you know that you'll have discussions around this is what the cap table looks like, and this is what it means to you as an investor. How you represent that will help you or hinder you from raising capital. It all sounds perfectly simple. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really glad we I'm glad we had this little chat, Julian. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it is simple. It's just very tedious. And so again, you know, unless you have that, you know, accountant's mindset um, and lots of time to spend on it, um, you'll need to get a handle on it pretty quickly. Absolutely. And as usual, we will put links to CapShare.com and CapTable.io and other resources on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash CEO coach podcast. That's it for this Monday at CEO coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. And also at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on facebook.com 
slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and you can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at OutlinesVenture.com. Till next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.